Hello, my name is Jordan Bell with the I'm a Star Foundation, and today we are here with Dr. Carlton Robinson talking about cryptocurrency. Recap. So we always want to start with a recap because we want to make sure, okay, what did we take away from our time together last week? Now, I would just like to know, why do you come to I'm a Star and teach us about cryptocurrency? What motivates you to help the kids? Um, I would say number one is uh, Miss Bernie. Um, you know, I've been here in the Jacksonville community for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she was working with the school board, she created some opportunities for me just to have a voice and uh, always believe in um, just kind of giving back to your community. And a little over a year ago, uh, I think we had maybe four or five of the uh, boys that were working on an app. Mm -hmm. And so Ms. Bernie had reached out to me and asked what I speak with them. And so we started with that and I think we met almost every month. Uh, they would come to the chamber. Uh, we worked on value proposition, the business model, how they could pitch. And they really did a great job um, just developing the app. And it was a lot of fun, you know, getting to know them a little bit better. And I think, uh, you know, one of the reasons I was so invested in that process is because they reminded me of myself mm -hmm. uh, when I was that age. Um, and so that was kind of the, the genesis of us actually getting here. And then I had mentioned to Miss Bernie that we were doing some pilots with adults in cryptocurrency at the chamber. And that I would like to, if she had a, you know, a few more kids um, in the summertime that I would be willing to come out and you know, spend some time with them and help educate on cryptocurrency. And uh, she was really, really excited <laughs> about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, she helped make it happen. And so that, that's a big reason why I'm here. Okay, that's great. Um, what got yourself into cryptocurrency? What made you start learning about it yourself? Uh, I would say um, that I'm a part of the geek squad, right, which is okay. And, um, you know, I've had a computer since I was like nine years old, and that's always been a big part of my life, you know, doing different things with computers. And maybe about five years ago, I started experimenting with uh, blockchain mm -hmm. and learning as much as I could about it. And then I built my own blockchain network to kind of test some different use cases. In that process, I've met a lot of different people. I'm always learning, always being educated, and I wasn't really a believer in cryptocurrency in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, however, you know, the more I learned about it, and I learned all these different use cases that it was more than just something that would replace the dollar. So a lot of people think we're gonna use crypto instead of using the dollar, and they, there's hesitation around that. I learned that there's a lot more to it. And the more I learned about it, the more excited I got about it. And then um, last year I was asked to come and speak down in Tampa at the first Bitcoin and blockchain conference in the state of Florida. And the things that I had to share just about what I learned, people were excited about it. And I was like, wow. I was kind of surprised by that because this is all stuff that I was learning myself. 
And then I, I realized that I needed to kind of share what I was learning and um, started doing different pilots. And that's, you know, that's my foundation, you know, just trying to be better and learn more and share that with other people. Do you change the way that you explain things to teenagers when you're explaining cryptocurrency? <laughs> okay, so this is what, um, you know, and I've, I've shared with a lot of people, this project, working with you guys, is one of the most rewarding projects I've ever had. Uh, a big reason why is because um, I have two sons, and they were in the first half of the sessions. They'll be back on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, I can be very technical when I'm talking about this, but I ran everything by my sons. And so they would say, oh, no, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's too much. Or no one's going to get it. So before I would have a session with you guys, they would have gone through everything that we went through and told me, you know, take that out. You should try this. Um, and I think one example was um, when we were doing the budgets mm -hmm. um, and I said the word mortgage. So my son was like, what is a mortgage? I have no idea what a mortgage is. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, okay. So um, the answer would be yes. So for the adults, like we assume so many things, right. but what was so awesome about this is um, I actually had to check in with my sons to find out how to best present to you guys. Right. So. Do you think cryptocurrency will replace money at some point in time? I do not think that um, cryptocurrency will fully replace the way that we transact today. Right. And it, I think in our, maybe our second or third session, we talked about um, spending cashlessly, mm -hmm. right? And so if we think back a hundred years ago, uh, people actually had, you know, bags of coins that they would walk around and pay for things. Mm -hmm. And then there was an introduction of dollar bills. Some people still had the coins, some had the dollar bills. Then there was the introduction of the credit card. And then we had the credit card, the dollar bills, and the coins. Less people use coins, the further out we go. And so then we went from credit card to debit card, then from debit card to cash app. And now we're saying there's this other element, which would be uh, cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. So if we have, you know, four or five ways to spend and pay cashlessly, uh, very few people are gonna be 100% in any of those areas. So I think we'll have a variety of ways that we can pay, um, but I, I think you know the cash system will, will always be around, but maybe less people will use it. All right, so it's all about the evolution of money and how it's being put into different forms. Yes. Has there been any questions from the kids that surprised you the most? Um, I would say no questions that surprised me the most. I would say uh, individual aha moments, mm -hmm. right? That made me really, really proud um, that we were exchanging information and people were kind of capturing the knowledge. So each week we would start the session with what did we remember from last week? Mm -hmm. And that was so rewarding because it was like, 
I could see the energy level and people were excited to say, this is what I remember. And then before each session ends, we kind of go around and we say, okay, what was your takeaway from the session? And each time everyone said, okay, this is what I took away, even though it was a little bit different. It just kind of showed that we had the right approach in terms of being engaged in different exercises. I would say the one thing that um, really, really uh, you know, stood out to me would be uh, when we had the budget exercise. Mm -hmm. And lots of people kind of talked about, um, you know, I want to be, you know, an artist, or I want to be this, or I want to be this profession. And then when we had the cards to see how much money those professions made, and they realized they couldn't pay their bills, they were like, well, wait a minute. Maybe that's a hobby. I actually, I want to have this. Like, I, I know I was struggling to pay my bill. <laughs> I was getting hand-me-downs and everything. So that was, like, I thought that was really, really good mm -hmm. because what that showed is, you know, at a young age, you're able to kind of capture, I need to think about having a job or a career where I can actually pay uh, my bills. And then I would say um, the second one, which... You know, I'm all about creating a really good learning experience. The second one I thought was um, the uh, when we were writing, the making payments on the banking simulator. Mm -hmm. And I, the one thing that stood out to me is as we were going through this, how many kids at you know 13, 14, 15, 16 years old get an opportunity to see a bank account? that has six, $7,000 in it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, uh, a few people were like, oh, I got enough money to pay all my bills. Like, just understanding and hearing that made me realize most people don't see that, mm -hmm. right? And so to see that and to have the ability to make payments, um, and everyone talked about, you know, <clears throat> how challenging that was and that you didn't know that this is what our parents do every single month and that it's a little bit harder <laughs> than what we thought. Um, that was probably my, one of my favorite sessions, kind of confirming that, you know, this is good for all of us. Like, I know what our first session, I was very pleased with the budgeting. I, I feel like that was probably my favorite lessons out of all of them because that's not something that they teach us in school. None of this is. So when you have this information and it was put in front of me, I was like, oh wow, maybe I have to get another job or I have to make ends meet because they don't show you this stuff when you get out in the real world either. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's very beneficial and I really do thank you for what you do. But can you talk about how this is the first um, cryptocurrency being taught at I'm a Star Kids from Jacksonville? Yeah, so, you know, um, Again, I, I would point back to my sons. Uh, so my oldest son, he is a freshman uh, at USF where he just finished up his first year. And when I talked to him about this, uh, he told me the same thing that you did. He was like, they don't teach us this in school. He was like, a few elements of it, but not this way. And everyone should have access to this. And I thought it was really important, um, you know, for us to be first in something uh, here in Jacksonville. And again, a lot of that is going to be built on, you know, relationships. And I think what's really unique 
And what makes this possible through the I'm a Star Foundation is that the organization has a relationship with all of the kids that are here. Mm -hmm. So for me, this is a safe and structured environment to come in and the majority of the kids are interested in the topic and engaged. Uh, and so that made for the perfect environment to have this first pilot. And if we were to do this again and to scale it in other places, uh, you know, we would look at the Armistar Foundation as kind of the model, um, you know, for us, you know, to execute. Uh, if we just did this randomly, it would be much different. I think the quality of the students here is much higher than if we just randomly picked people. So, you know, we're kind of starting out at the top in terms of the way that things should be. And so um, once I knew that, you know, there was a relationship with the students, uh, it, it made it pretty easy for me to do this. One of my questions to you would be, uh, what impact would you say getting to understanding cryptocurrency, what impact would this whole process have on you as a student? The way the school system is set up is you learn a little bit of budgeting here and a little bit of budgeting there, and then some schools don't even offer those classes at all. So when you came here and you talked to us about cryptocurrency and budgeting and then gave us visual representations of what's going on in the world, I feel like it really did set me up and put me further ahead than most of my classmates would be in life because now I don't have to figure these things out as I go. The information is already readily available to me. So I just feel like it's really just a blessing that you really came in here and took time out of your day and taught us about all of this because everybody in this room, even if they don't know it now, this is really going to benefit them when they move out, when they go to college or whatever they're planning to do. You put a huge impact on everybody in this room who is listening to life. And I just can't explain enough how much value you have taught us all with saving money and budgeting on, ooh, you might not want to do this, or you might not want to take this loan out, or you not you might not want to invest in this, or you might want to invest in this more than you would this. It's it's really just truly like I can't explain how grateful I am well, to good. you. Good, good. Um, my last question, I mean I could have a lot, but I'll say my <laughs> last question would be. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from our conversation when we were talking about our life if we're banked versus unbanked? My biggest takeaway is that you should always have somewhere to put your money into. You should always at least have one bank account and you should always do your research when putting your money into that bank account, seeing if you could collect interest, are seeing how much rates go up or how they differ or if you could start a 401k. All of those things are just very important and it does have a lot of value and impact on it also. Okay, well I'm, again, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to come in and share, you know, with you guys and um, it was just amazing to be a part of that learning process with you and, and for you guys to take a lot away. And so I want to say thank you to the Armistar Foundation uh, and especially Miss Bernie.
okay? Uh, relationships are so important. And, uh, and thank you for being amazing. You, you, you got a bright future ahead of you. I want to say thank you so much for joining us today and for our viewers. Thank you all so much for watching and we'll be back.